This month, the Abyssinian Baptist Church in Harlem will host its second annual HBCU Sunday. Its intent is to promote the mission and the legacy of historically black colleges and universities. Abyssinian itself has a long-running history of doing important work at the intersection of faith, social justice, and education. And here to tell us more is Dr. S. Rashad Hoggart, the Executive Minister of the Abyssinian Baptist Church and also the Executive Chief of Staff of the Office of the President at the Borough of Manhattan Community College. So nice to meet you. You, you got it all covered. Education, faith, you're doing it all. Good afternoon. A delight <laughs> to meet you as well. Just trying to follow in the footsteps of a great man by the name of Dr. Calvin Otis Butson III. Yeah, and he himself was a graduate of Morehouse. That's right. He Ni was a Morehouse man. 1972 graduate of Morehouse. <laughs> Which I do distinctly remember him proudly talking about. Why is, is it so important for the, the church to, to recognize what these schools uh, do and, and, and what, you know, graduates do? Sure. You know, it's very important. This, this congregation has a long history that's steeped in coupling faith, education, and societal transformation. And many of the leaders of the past 20, of, during the 20th century mm -hmm. are products of historically black colleges and universities. Adam Clayton Powell Sr., a graduate of Virginia Union University. Mm -hmm. Dr. Samuel DeWitt Proctor was a graduate of Virginia Union University where he was also president and the president of North Carolina A&T State mm -hmm. University. And then of course, Dr. Butts. And so the congregation as well has produced many leaders such as Raphael Warnock, who also is a graduate of Morehouse College. So we find that education and faith go hand in hand. And we want to do a job, a good job this month of telling the story of who we are and how faith and education really have produced black excellence. Yeah. I would say Abyssinian itself has done a whole lot of that too, wouldn't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. <laughs> For the last 215 years, mm -hmm. it's been a beacon of hope, not only in the village of Harlem, but throughout the country and world. Yeah. And so what can we expect on HBU Sunday? What all does that encompass? I mean, I'm sure we're going to have a rocking service. Well, yes, we invite <laughs> one and all to come, but we're also acknowledging the impact, the significant impact of black Greek letter organizations as well. So it is HBCU slash Greek Sunday as well. Okay. So we invite one and all to come in their paraphernalia to proudly showcase the organizations they are affiliated with and the college and, and universities that they've come from. This is an opportunity to really talk about who we are, to provide a history lesson, if you will, for young people in the Harlem community to understand the value add of historically black colleges mm -hmm. and universities and who they, who they have produced. And our speaker for that day is brother activist and author, uh, leading scholar, scholar Ta-Nehisi Coates. Mm -hmm. It's really our delight that he's going to be able to come into this space and provide a, a message of hope really engendering how his activism was shaped and really informed at Howard University when he was an undergraduate student. Yeah, I would also think the day is a little bit, obviously recognizing how important all these organizations are, um, Greek organizations as well as uh, HBCUs themselves, but it's also a way of reminding young people of where they come from, uh, particularly African-American young people, where they come from, that that legacy of, of service and, and the role that 
faith and tradition has played in all of that, is it not? Well, there is that old African proverb that says, you cannot know where you're going, <laughs> you don't know where you've come from. Mm -hmm. So this lays the foundation for them to really build upon. It informs them of how the past is prologue and how they can really be inspired by those who've come before them. So mm -hmm. I think this is an excellent opportunity to edu educate them so they can move forward in their careers, uh, in their educational pursuits as well. Look, I've heard, you know, we've uh, other faiths have talked about uh, the difficulty uh, or the challenge, I should say, ahead of them in, in pulling young people uh, into the church these days. It's not they didn't they weren't raised with my mom. If I was in a church on Sunday, right. there was not another choice. I was going to be in church on Sunday and then on Wednesday night and any other mm -hmm. night that she said I needed to be there. It's a little different these days. So. Is there that challenge of, of pulling young people into the church today so it, one, keeps the church strong, but also that they discover that it might perhaps be an important foundation in their own lives, even if that wasn't necessarily their tradition from the home they came from? How, how difficult is that? Oh, I think congregations across the country are really faced with this challenge. But I think historical uh, churches really have to look at how they can be relevant for today mm. Too often we lean on our historical significance versus our contemporary relevance. Mm -hmm. And so if we have the courage and or capacity to not think that the church, we should bring, be bringing them to the church, rather we should do like Reverend Butts did and bring the church to them. Mm -hmm. I think that would really help to shape their perspective and awareness of what the church really adds to their life yeah. uh, beyond a Sunday morning. And so holistically speaking, we have an opportunity in front of us now to educate them, to expose them, but most importantly, to listen to them, to understand how this concept of faith applies to their daily lives. Mm -hmm. And I know that, um, that there are some, Abyssinian is doing some other things to, to make that uh, a, a reality, that we say bringing the church to them. Talk to me a little bit ab about that. Well, one of the things we established last year was a lecture series mm -hmm. in honor of Reverend Butts. It's called the Dr. Calvin Otis Butts Distinguished Lecture Series in Education, Faith, and Social Activism. We worked alongside Fordham University right here in New York City, the Graduate School of Education, to develop this lecture series that was employed twofold. One, it was to honor the impact, the leadership of Dr. Butts in this country, and also to develop a bold new collaboration whereby this church and the, co and the university mm -hmm. will be committed to developing a new generation of leaders, of transformational leaders that is committed to, that are committed to societal transformation. I think by doing this, we provide them with that platform to learn, discover, become, and grow. Mm -hmm. And what feedback have you gotten from young people in the church on some oh, of they these? Were, they yeah. were very excited about this lectures. We had over 500 young people who had come to listen to Nicole Hannah-Jones, Dr. Jelani Cobb, mm -hmm. and Mark Lamont Hill on December the 11th. They were very inspired and they look forward to the next series taking place in April. So I, I think if we can find creative and innovative ways to engage them, to help them understand faith through a different lens. Mm -hmm. They may have, they may be more excited about coming to join uh, these organizations, these faith-based institutions that are trying to transform not only lives, but community as well. Yeah, and is it a little, I would wonder in a church like Abyssinian that, as you said, has always gone to its membership. Yes. They've always been part of the larger community, not just at the church mm -hmm. itself. 
Sometimes it's hard that you have those kind of hardliners who like tradition. They like it done the way it's always been done and the way it's going to be. Is there a, a healthy, you know, push-pull on that? I think, I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will get that. I, 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 I'm one who believes in certain aspects of a, a tradition, mm-hmm. but I also believe wholeheartedly in the concept of tra- change and evolution and growth. Mm-hmm. And so I think when we are really open to the ideas, the insights, the creativity of young people and how they see the world today and how they are informed by the world and how faith plays such a critical role in that, mm-hmm. we provide them that form to really share. And, uh, you know, they say there are more recipes in the graveyard than in the kitchen <laughs> because a lot of times older persons are not necessarily willing to listen uh, to the ideas and to the perspectives of those who come behind them. And then younger persons have to also be open to what they can hear from older persons. So it's a healthy balance that yeah. we have to continue, have healthy walk that we have to continue to pursue as well. But I think when we are open to both areas, both the season, shall I say, and the younger <laughs> meeting and finding common ground, then I think we have an opportunity to really find a stride that will take us forward into the future and we can make some impactful contributions and changes, not only for the church, mm-hmm. but for the communities we've been called to serve. Yeah, and I've got just a, a, a few seconds left, like 30 seconds or so, and I, I know that Dr. Butt's a big influence in your life, and you've, you've mentioned him several times, and I know he kind of put the finger on you before he left this world and said, you got this. Um, it's hard to imagine Abyssinian without him, um, and especially Black History Month. Mm-hmm. He, he deserves his flowers now as well. He is an ancestor I call on every day. And when you think of the Abyssinian Baptist Church in the city of New York, the name Calvin Otis Bust III will always be synonymous. But there is also an African proverb that says, when uh, a person dies, they will always live as long as their name is called. And so we try to be very intentional about calling the name, the impact, the legacy, the significant contributions of Calvin Otis Butts III. And it is our hope that that will continue to inspire us for generations to come. Reverend Hoggard, I have a a feeling this will not be the last time we see you on this show. I look forward to it. Thank you so much. Thank you. HBCU Day at Abyssinian on February 25th.